Hello, my name is Mark, and once again, we are on our third installment now in our podcast series, taking a look at the Havering local elections, uh, brought to you by haveringelects.co.uk. If you haven't had the chance yet to listen to the previous two episodes of our podcast, then please go back and have a listen. Um, but today, we are going to be deep diving into uh, another area of Havering. We looked at North Havering before, now we're going to look at the south of the borough. So we're looking at South Church, Elm Park, Raynham and Wennington, and this kind of area is um, mostly uh, represented by uh, residence councillors or independent residence councillors. There are various groups of, of independents and residents, uh, as many of you will know in Havering. And uh, yeah, this area has significance as well uh, for a couple of tough seats, tough battles uh, between different parties. Uh, could any of that affect the administration or the opportunity to form a new administration in this election? Um, it certainly could. Uh, we'll also take a look at how the war boundaries have affected this area quite considerably uh, and the creation of a new ward at Bean Park and who's likely to maybe be in contention for that. Um, and yes, stay tuned for all of the insights and analysis we're going to try and bring you in the next 15, 20 minutes. Sit back and enjoy. So today we're looking at just four wards, which uh, I'm personally looking forward to, as that's a lot less editing for me uh, compared to the last podcast. Um, but yeah, we're going to start off with uh, Elm Park, move on to uh, Bean Park, uh, South Horn Church, and then Raynham and Wennington. Um, looking at Elm Park, we have three current councillors elected here from the Havering Residents Association. Uh, last time around, they came in with 53% uh, of the vote, uh, just over half, uh, with Labour and the Conservatives on 18% and 16%. Um, I think it's quite unlikely here that we will see a strong challenge to the residents. There are some changes to the electoral boundaries in Elm Park this time round, um, but mainly just bringing in areas around the local shopping precinct and the train station uh, into the ward uh, from uh, bits of bits of St Andrews and Hackton wards have been brought into Elm Park. Um, usually that's, that's done uh, the Boundary Commission's explanations um, because uh, they want to make sure that everything that's within the community uh, and classed as Elm Park is within the ward, um, so that makes sense. Um, but yeah, we have uh, Barry Mugglestone um, and Stephanie Nunn again standing as uh, the current councillors and standing once again uh, for the ward as well as uh, Julie Wilkes who is joining them um, and then we have uh, for Labour Graham Carr, Janet Davis, uh, Michael Davis. The Conservatives are putting forward their candidates Azza Azharuddin, Mate Travenek and Valerie Vest and rounding off we have the Green Party with their sole candidate Gerald Haynes. Uh, if we take a look now at Bean Park, uh, so this is our new ward created out of part of South Hornchurch Ward. Um, this includes the Bean Park housing development, which is not fully occupied yet, um, as well as uh, the Orchard Village uh, on the old Mardoke Estate and uh, Dover's Farm and the areas in between there. So obviously we don't have any data about Bean Park as a separate um, electoral ward. Uh, we can look at the uh, South Hall Church results and estimate that this is going to be a contest between the Havering Residents Association um, and the Labour Party. Um, previously in South Hall Church, this was um, in terms of the winners, we had an independent and two independent residents that were elected. Um, those independent residents 
um, are standing under the Havering Residents Association banner this time around in South Hornchurch. Um, the Independent, Michael Dion Burton, uh, controversially uh, defected to the Conservatives. We'll talk about that a little more later uh, when we talk about South Hornchurch. But going back to Bean Park, um, the one factor I can see from this uh, in terms of the candidates uh, that might be interesting is that Trevor McKeever uh, standing for Labour alongside Matthew Stanton. Uh, McKeever was a candidate before for South Hornchurch in the last election, which included this part of the um of the ward so um yeah it could be uh, there could be some sort of factor there in terms of name recognition. Uh, he, th- those those two uh, candidates from Labour are facing the Havering Residents Association candidates, Daniel Beale and Ross Elliott. Um, and the Conservatives are putting up uh, Barry Oddie and Tom Strong. We also see here uh, the Green Party are putting up one candidate, Kewan Phillips, and the Reform UK Party are putting up their only candidate in Havering, Lynn Huxtable. Um I would expect this will be a straight fight between the Havering Residents Association and the Labour Party. Um, which one will come out on top? We do not know. Labour got 22% last time in South Hornchurch, and the residents got roughly between 26 and 29, depending on uh, which group you are looking at. So, yes, it was uh, quite a strong fight. But we don't know the difference between, obviously, this part of what was South Hornchurch and uh, South Horn Church now, um, and all those extra voters as well um, that will be moving into the area in those new housing estates. Um, if we look at South Horn Church, then next, it only seems right. So, uh, as we talked about before, uh, the councillors uh, currently are um, Graham Williamson, Natasha Summers. Uh, who will both be standing this time under the Havering Residents Association banner, and Michael Dion Burton, who will be standing under the Conservative banner. Um, he is joined by uh, Maggie Themistockley. Uh, she is a current councillor for Highlands Ward, uh, now Highlands and Harrow Lodge, um, but she will be standing this time in uh, South Hornchurch. Uh, Labour are also putting up a uh, full slate of candidates. Uh, it's only two in this ward this time round, which is an interesting factor because uh, it was three. Um, they are putting forward Julia Pearman and Mirza Adil Akhtar. Um, and the Greens rounding it off are putting forward uh, Kim Arrowsmith as their sole candidate for this ward. Um, not going to go into too much extra detail here about uh, former results because we've kind of covered that. It will be interesting to see if uh, Michael Dion Burton's uh, vote share is impacted at all by him standing as a conservative this time round. Um, he got 29% share of the vote last time, uh, whereas the conservatives came forth with only 12% share. Um, so whether or not that is a drag on his personal vote, as he did get the second highest number of votes for any candidate last time round, uh, it will be interesting to see. Uh, whether that affects him and also his uh, colleague and uh, to see if if that might um, help her to uh, get uh, over the line in South Hornchurch. As will become customary around this time in the podcast, uh, we're going to go through uh, a little bit of the party's election literature just to give you a break from some of the deep diving into various election wards. Uh, and we'll start by taking a look this time at the uh, Havering Residents Association aligned candidates. Um, they're going by uh, the term the South Horn Church and Bean Park Independent Residents Association uh, online and uh, in some of their literature. Um, as this is a name that they've used previously um, before they joined up with all the other uh, Havering Residents Associations as part of uh, this grouping. There is also a separate one, which is the Independent Residents Group in uh, Rainham and Wennington, which is not aligned with HRA. 
um, which we will talk about uh, separately, although I don't have any literature from them uh, this time round. So um, if we're looking at some of the uh, stuff that they've been putting out, um, again, there's uh, quite a lot of a uh, uh, drive towards these kind of um, battle of the brambles, as they're calling it. Uh, so uh, cleaning up some uh, local areas um, with uh, brambles getting overgrown. Um, they've done a petition uh, on uh, local on public services not being provided um, after um, money that should have come from housing developers has not gone towards uh, those services to match with housing. Um, we're seeing, yes, a lot of information here uh, from uh, the, the sort of uh, Havering Wide campaign uh, on the uh, Havering Residents Association around uh, conservatives allegedly uh, putting up community assets uh, for disposal and uh, the threatening of other public services. So yes, it's a, a very, very heading into that um, sort of uh, defending public services territory and um, proposing that developers spend that money wisely. Um, if we look at um, the uh, Labour Party in this area, um, unlike uh, in the previous episode where we said it was a little bit sort of um, uh, decentralized between the different areas and they were all working on uh, different uh, types of leaflets. This is very much coordinated across all of these wards in the south of Havering, uh, probably because um, they arrange it by constituency, I guess. And these are all um, these are all done uh, for the uh, Raymond, uh, Dagman Raynham constituency um, office. Um, and so, yes, we're seeing here um, about um, a message on uh, we can't take another four years of uh, resident councillors propping up the Conservatives. This is from South Hornchurch um, in Raynham and Wennington. Uh, exactly the same message on the front. Um, this is, I think, lending into this uh, with the Harold Wood uh, councillors uh, deciding to split from the uh, Havering Residents Association and um, backing a Conservative administration. I, I guess this is uh, sort of what this is leaning into. Um, and talking a lot about improving roads and paths, um, rain and flood protection, flooding has come up quite a lot, um, especially recently with Orchard Village again. Um, and that's something that also um, Michael Dion Burton, Conservative councillor, uh, is uh, is talking about in his campaign. Um, reducing HGVs, uh, traffic calming measures in the area to protect local homes, um, reduce carriageway damage and improve air quality. Um, and uh, about protecting and needing more GP services. Um, so I guess to say that a lot of this is kind of in alignment with what the um, with what the HRAs are also talking about. I think uh, actually most of the parties have quite a similar sort of message um, going out. Um, we also have a leaflet from the Rainham, um, Rainham and Wennington Conservatives here. Um, so uh, they have a... Um, uh, a leaflet with uh, many different people who are supporting them to keep Havering in safe hands, um, people from all walks of life. Um, on the on social media, they are talking a lot about, uh, again, getting more for Raynham, um, getting uh, more of an appreciation uh, investment um, to increase pu public services in the area. Again, very similar sort of um, narrative to the other parties, um, but you also have uh, the fact that the Conservatives are in charge. Um, so uh, yeah, they are they are fighting for that, um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a very similar message across the board. I think all the parties are aligned on what they would want more of. It's just whether or not that can be delivered um, through whichever administration uh, takes charge 
in the town hall on Thursday and afterwards. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll move on to our last ward now, and that is Raynham and Wennington. To our most southern electoral ward now, uh, we're in Raynham and Wennington, and this is an area with uh, three uh, independent residence group or independent residence association councillors. Now, these are separate to the Havering Residence Association. This group of councillors is also known for being in the papers sometimes quite a lot uh, for various uh various outbursts that have been made in the council chamber. Um, we have the current councillors, uh, Jeffrey Tucker and David Durant, as well as Tony Durden, although this time around, Tony Durden is standing down. They are being joined on their uh, slates for the election by Albie Tebbett, who is uh, not an unknown face in Havering politics. Um, he's a former conservative councillor uh, who has made the news quite a few times uh, he's the former planning chairman of uh, Havering Council um, under a former Conservative administration, um, but he has been under investigation for uh, unauthorised developments on the Greenbelt and has been seen in the Romford Recorder a few times brandishing a gun. Um, so uh, <laughs> he uh, he also left the party because um, he didn't like the old guard of the Conservative Party, that's what he said, um, joined uh, UKIP briefly. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a return to politics for him, uh, alongside uh, Tucker and Durant, who have been known for engaging in uh, 5G conspiracy sort of stuff, and uh, also being in the papers around uh, anger in the council chamber, nearly developing it into fights. Um so we have this group uh, against uh, a slate from the Conservatives and from the Labour Party. Um, the Conservatives are putting up this time around Jackie McArdle, uh, Sue Osprey and Sarah Edwards. Um, Sue Osprey and Jackie McArdle are no strangers at all to uh, elections in Raynham and Wennington and uh, community activism in general. Um, they both stood as independent candidates in uh, 2018 and came with a very respectable uh, number of votes, uh, 913 and 653 respectively. Um, uh, Tucker and Durant and Durden are uh, one with uh, between 1,387 and 981. So Osprey was only 70 votes away from taking a seat. Um, but also bear in mind that Labour uh, came second overall in this seat. So uh, they had 907, 841 and 753. So if you average it all out, um, independent residents, um, this the group that currently are in charge, um, got 31%. Labour got 23%. And those independents uh, that are now standing, uh, two of them for the Conservative Party, uh, got 21%. Uh, the Conservatives only got 11% last time here. Um, so it will be interesting to see whether Sue Osprey and Jackie McArdle's um, popularity as independents carries across um, when uh, the party they're standing for doesn't tend to do very well in this area. Um, but they are uh, pushing at it. Uh, Labour's candidates this time round are Antonia Osamore, Mohammed uh, Ibn Ambia and Simon Darville. Um, we have also one extra candidate uh, standing from the Green Party, uh, Susan Adams. And uh, yes, this well, this ward could be quite interesting. I, 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 I'm definitely looking forward to this one on the night uh, to see the results um, because 
Um, we do have uh, campaigns, as, as I said previously, that have uh, quite a similar message in some in some uh, in some quarters. But also um, candidates that are uh, quite controversial. Candidates have a very strong public image. Um, we have a very tight race here between the um, what I would call the top three slates of candidates, all hovering around sort of thirty to twenty percent each. Um, so yeah, it will be a really interesting. Um, uh, fight and it is three seats up for grabs. Um, if the Conservatives were to take uh, some of these seats here, um, that would probably shore them up uh, to continue a uh, Conservative-led administration. Um, but uh, the Independent Residence Group are also, I think, quite unlikely to uh, pitch their side to either the uh, pitch their wagon to either the Conservatives or uh, Haven Residence Association. Um, Possibly, I guess, but they they have not joined with the HRA uh, in their uh, group this time round. Um, and then uh, Labour, who were uh, second last time, uh, very much could uh, break through and take a seat or two. And um, I, it's uh, it's been seen at least by the Conservative Party that Labour are not interested in forming an administration with them. So we will see uh, if that changes things uh, in that ward as well. My last note here, uh, one maybe I could have made in the last podcast, but now we've had two uh, deep dives, I think it's a good time to uh, look back on some of this, is uh, one about arithmetic. So we've talked a lot about how some wards um, are going to have less councillors this time round. We talked on the previous uh, podcast also about a case where Romford Town was splitting into two different wards. Um, instead of three councillors being elected to Romford Town, there will now be five across St Albans and St Edwards. And uh, we see also, as I said, uh, from Southall Church, that they will have one less councillor. So all of this arithmetic um, is going to play into whether uh, a Conservative-led administration can be formed or a Havering Residents Association-led one can be formed. Um, you have uh, one less councillor in South Hornchurch. Um, that could be the current Conservative or it could be the current uh, Havering Residents Association-backed one. Um, and in Romford, um, you have uh, the possibility of two extra Conservatives being elected. Um, just to, to topple up those numbers. But do also remember that this is all balanced out because um, there are uh, 54 current councillors in, uh, in, in the council, um, but there will be uh, 55 next time around. So it's only just an increase of one, but it's that balancing out effect across the whole borough that is going to have uh, somewhat of an impact. Um, and particularly we see that where um, a lot of these wards, as we come into looking at Greater Hornchurch um, and, uh, and and those areas, we will see that some of the areas where they will be getting less councillor representation uh, are being taken from the Conservatives. Um, but of course, they do have those two extra seats that they could get in central Romford if um, the new voters that come in are going to vote for them, uh, if that demographic shift and change in Romford uh, helps them out or hinders them. So. That's why everything is on a bit of a knife edge. Uh, I look forward to joining you in the next of our podcasts, which is going to be taking a look at Greater Hornchurch, uh, which is including uh, Highlands and Harrow Lodge uh, in Hackton Ward um, and uh, Emerson Park. Um, yes, we will take a look at St. Andrews as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, all of those areas in the centre, that's what I'm terming it as. That's an easy way to get around all of the places in Havering that we need to look at. Um, and I look forward to joining you then. Take care for now. Have a good day.
You've been listening to a podcast from Havering Alex. Visit us at haveringalex.co.uk for all the information you need to help cast your ballot on Thursday the 5th of May. Remember to subscribe to us in your favorite podcast application.